This is the Garden Path Podcast. Hey, garden friends, Misty here. And I'm recording this intro to this crazy episode a week after Snowpocalypse began. And this episode is a rambling journal from those five days last week um, of, of everything that happened with, you know, the oncoming ice storm, the snow, power outages, another ice storm, <laughs> power back, dead plants. I am doing very little editing to this episode, so you'll hear a lot of brain freezes and ums and things like that. I wanted to keep it just kind of true to how I was going and how I was feeling at the time. And and re-listening to it, it's really hitting me that uh, on Monday it was so super exciting, and then by Wednesday it was just like, oh my God, when is it going to stop? <laughs> and uh, for so many people still kind of in that, oh my God, where is it going to stop situation? Um with with all sorts of uh, post-storm issues. So um, with that, you can listen to the whole episode, uh, download it at thegardenpathpodcast.com and uh, where you can sign up for the newsletter. I sent a newsletter out recently and I'll put the, the re- most recent newsletter out on the show notes for the episode. And contrasting to what it was a week ago at 12 degrees, it is... 70 degrees and absolutely gorgeous today. All right, on to the episode. Oh boy. (laughs) I thought I would do maybe a podcast about this historic cold that is coming here to Texas. I know it's been kind of cold through other areas of the country right now. Uh, the upper Midwest, the Great Plains, I believe Seattle and Washington State are getting some snow as well, which is a little bit odd. But here in Texas, every single county is in a winter storm warning, which is basically unheard of, um, including the Rio Grande Valley, which doesn't really freeze very often. There's a lot of um, crops down in that area that can sustain damage. They have sustained damage in previous events like this over the last 150 years. I'll, I'll put a link up in the show notes, the Space City Weather guys who are, um, I'd say, who I go to for weather anytime there's any event coming in Houston, I go to them. They were uh, pretty excellent at predicting um, what was going to happen with Hurricane Harvey in 2017. So they're, they're kind of my go-to. And they have a great write-up about all of the major epic freezes in the Houston area over the last 120, 25 years. And I'll put that in the show notes. But looks like we're heading for that as well. It's about noon on Sunday, February 14th, maybe about 1230 actually. And my husband is wrapping up preparations outside. He's been wrapping pipes. We've got all of our citrus tucked away under some blank, some sheets and then some plastic. And then he's <laughs> finally got some light, a heat lamps going on underneath the, underneath as well that he's waiting on different parts from Amazon to get here. They didn't arrive in time. So he did a curbside at Lowe's. And then of course the stuff in it about showing up on our neighbor's porch this morning. And so they brought it over and We've got that tucked in. I covered some stuff yesterday, and then it's also rained a little bit overnight, so things are now freezing to what I've used. So 
I don't know. I'm at the point of it lives, it lives. It doesn't, it doesn't. I just <laughs> don't care. Um, all of our zone pushing uh, is going to get its test this week from so many people up in the DFW area. They're even suggesting that some things like St. Augustine grass, uh, some other plants that are kind of tried and true to live in, in that area are potentially going to be gone as well. I'm okay. I will be fine if it kills all the Nandina in the world. <laughs> Kill the Nandina. Um, but, and, and I'm okay if it starts killing, it really needs it. This would be a great check on a lot of invasive species that hits back some tallow, taro, um, Nandina. <laughs> There's plenty of things that this will be great for um, it's going to be really bad for many things, but I thought I would do maybe a chronicle over the next couple days. We're actually expecting temperatures. I don't know. A few days ago, they were saying we were going to down about seven for our low here tomorrow night on Monday. Now it's back up to about 12. Honestly, all of forecasts, it's, it's basically like predicting a tropical system. <laughs> it's it's like that right now. Where's it going to go? How bad is it going to get? Um, and we really don't know. The different models are, are predicting all sorts of different things. And then, you know, we're about up to seven inches of different types of winter accumulation from freezing rain all the way to snow. Um, other areas north of us are going to get worse, of course. You know, it will be interesting to see what actually happens. I definitely think we'll have some snow, just a matter of is it going to be one or two inches or is it going to be seven inches. Should be interesting. So I will keep you all abreast of what is going on. And I know so many of my Texas listeners are also going through the same thing. So I hope for the best for all of you as well. All right, it's 530 Valentine's Day and things are slowly picking up uh, temperatures are dropping getting towards evening i apologize if i sniffle a lot i'm still getting over this covid ish thing um that's a different story um yeah so <laughs> icicles are forming i'm looking at one off of our dead um, mimosa tree but they're all over my gardenia which we didn't wrap i'm pretty sure it's a good chance i'm gonna lose a gardenia we're gonna have to hack it back Quite a bit. I'm looking now with our citrus with our heat lamps on. Looks like at least three have lights on. I'm not sure about the fourth one. I don't see a fourth, the third one. I'm sorry, not the fourth, the third one. And there's been a sleet snow mix starting in the last little bit. Definitely a little bit of white speckled accumulation going on in the garden. But it looks like things are going to start picking up here as the sun sets and get crazy we're gonna we're gonna see how how it's gonna go here and I don't know we're gonna find out what happens to all of our plants in a few days and it's gonna be a few days because we still have freezing temperatures and another little storm system that's supposed to come through midweek to bring potentially more ice and or snow so we might get a little reprieve during the day with some uh, temperatures in the high 30s or low 40s but then we're back down to the 20s and even I saw teens Again, I think Thursday evening. Oh, there's a bluebird <laughs> hanging out on the mimosa. Just came to perch. Very handsome. Um, I'm sure they're out. I don't know, maybe getting some food right before it gets too cold. Watch some blue herons moving around earlier. Um, but yeah, we're going to have to see, see what happens just like everybody else. All right, more soon.
Oh boy, do I have an update for y'all. <laughs> and I wish I could see what the rest of the state is doing right now, but I, I can't because cell service is terrible. Power is out. Uh, it's about, I don't know, 10.30 or 10.45, Monday, February 15th. So I'll back up a little bit here. See, I woke up about 1.45 this morning to sleep pelting our window. I got up and I looked and I was like, there's no snow on the ground. What is going on? It's going to get really grouchy. So I get on Twitter and start looking around, see the Austin, San Antonio, Brownsville, all sorts of places we're getting snow. And eventually I see there are near blizzard-like conditions coming into the Brazos Valley, which is basically... Uh, the section where the Brazos River (laughs) drains between Austin and where I'm at in Houston. So, um, like, think about College Station and Bryan, where else? Um, Calvert, just basically travel Texas 6 up the state. That would be, like, the Brazos Valley area. And then down south uh, into I-10 as well, towards that way and the coast. And sure enough, I got on the radar and... It was coming. It was knocking on our door. And I was like, okay, we're gonna, we're still going to do this thing. So I went back to sleep. About 3.45, I woke up again. I was like, okay, I'm going to look outside. And it was snowing, so I go downstairs, take some videos, and just kind of like stare in awe because it was coming down. Like We had a snowstorm here uh, 2018, I believe, in December. And it was, it was nice, but it was not... This is not the same thing. <laughs> that was just like, okay, we had some snow. Everybody went to work and stuff the next day, and it was not that big of a deal. This is a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. I think we have like three inches, maybe. It's covered. The pond that we live on is like a big, it's, it's, people call it a lake, but it's a big pond. Uh, from our shoreline, it's probably frozen. 10 or 12 feet out and then we have a dead down pine tree from Harvey that's just been kind of left out there and uh, that fell in the water and it's turning a little wetland it's frozen all around that then looking up up the pond further it is frozen across this pond is silted in over the last almost nine years we've lived here and uh, there's some like it's been some channels and islands formed so it's basically frozen that way well, halfway across, and it looks like further up, almost all the way across. I think there's some open water where it's a little deeper in uh, upstream just a little bit, but it's frozen. I mean, the temperature I get on my phone, uh, my weather app says 12 degrees right now. I'm far north Houston. I cannot get on Twitter. I cannot get on my email. I can't even get on Instagram. The cell service is just really ridiculous. I barely can text anything out. Phone seems to work. I've been able to call my my parents and check in on them. They're in Fort Worth. They've got 68 inches of snow. Their power went out like not long after I was able to reach them this morning about eight. Um, I think my brother and his family, they're all without power as well up there. Um, my friend in College Station, she's currently has power, but Brian does not have power. Um, And from coworkers, my husband's called in to our coworkers this morning because we're supposed to be working from home today if we could. It seems like several of them don't have power, so it's a very non-powered day here in Texas. Um, I don't know the extent of it, again, because I can't... I think everyone's on the cell phones, plus I have a feeling cell services may even, like, 
be having problems. Um, so I can't even get on the internet to find out what's really going on. My husband even managed to finally get onto next door and see what neighbors were saying, but all of them don't even have an idea of power, how long that's gonna be out. We have, <clears throat> my husband finally got the generator going and we, um, uh, we have, <laughs> so the heat lamps were off basically for four hours on the citrus. So he got that going back on the citrus. I, I don't know, I feel like we're probably gonna lose the citrus. I think there's a good chance we're just putting a lot of energy into something that's not gonna happen, but we'll see. Um, I got some coffee made <laughs> and we've got our refrigerator hooked up to the generator. Kind of just get it back to cool enough for now. We have a, an extra fridge out in our man cave with like just like extra meat and stuff. Probably hook that up. We could also like basically put our food in our cooler at this point and just <laughs> shove it outside. Um, but yeah, everything is carpeted in white here in my part of Houston. I am not sure what the rest of Houston looks like. I have a feeling some of Houston got some snow. I don't know. Everywhere north of us definitely got some good snow. Um, from what I saw when I was able to get on Twitter about 3.45, 4 o'clock this morning, uh, before the power went out, there was just, there was like six or eight inches up in like Athens, which is like northeast Texas. So I know, I know good parts of the state got some good snow. And like freaking Brownsville, like <laughs> expect your citrus and any other crops this coming spring to be hit hard if they come from uh, the Rio Grande Valley. It's gonna, it's gonna be kind of pretty brutal uh, for a lot of the state. So that's my update for now. I'm probably gonna run out here in a minute and take photos and bundle up and walk around the yard and I'll do an update with this. Um, what's going on out there? Uh, I do, it's gonna be a hard week because looking at the weather, they have us for rain on Wednesday. The problem is we're gonna have a high of like 37, back down into the 20s at night. Thursday is just gonna be, I don't even think it's gonna get above freezing and then back down to like 18 or I even saw 15 at one point on Thursday night. So it's gonna be pretty icy. It may, some, of the, some of this may melt off a little tomorrow if we get above freezing, but it's gonna be brutal this whole week for a good portion of the state. And I mean, trying to keep our citrus alive all week, I don't know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> Which, and, and you know, when you come to zone pushing here, um, you gotta ask yourself if it's worth it every every ten or fifteen years for these events. And you know, we've had two snow events this year for some parts of Texas. We had one almost a month ago in January that missed us by a little bit. So lots of lots of things to think about uh, here as we broach these weather events that are increasingly gonna be probably more common with, with uh, global warming and messing up our uh, atmosphere and changing things up. So that's that for now. I will update more later. Oh boy, <laughs> so I'm walking around. It is a winter wonderland out here. It's actually, it's really cool. So there's a pond across our street, a little bitty pond. Um, it is frozen uh, over. I don't know how deeply frozen. It is only maybe two or three deep, 
three feet deep. Anyway, but it is solid on top. Um, it's actually still flurrying out here. At first, we weren't sure if it was just blowing off the trees. I think it has been some too, but it's still it's still snowing a little bit. Not going to get much more accumulation, I don't think, but it definitely adds the ambiance. And I haven't even made it to the edible garden, but oh, I see the <laughs> the mustard, the collards. That's all done. I didn't cover. I didn't care enough to cover. I uh, don't know about the carrots, how they're going to turn out. Uh, yeah, this looks bad. Um, see if I can take some pictures and then get back to you. Yeah, so the, uh, the damage here in the edible garden is pretty good. Collards are going to be toast. Mustard is toast. It's actually kind of pretty because the mustard was all flowering and Chinese cabbage was flowering. It's kind of cool to see them uh, frozen <laughs> solid. And the, uh, the mustard, the leaves are just like solid. It's pretty insane. I'm not going to even try just to see what looks what things look like underneath. I covered the strawberries with two sheets, but now they're blanketed in snow. I can't even see the sheets. <laughs> oh wait, I can see a little bit of sheet right here in the corner where some snow didn't go in. Oh my, this is, uh, this is amazing. <laughs> From my uh, normally subtropical zone 9A. It's pretty insane. Insane. That's all I gotta say about that. All right, so finished the edible garden, heading back up here to, to the house. You're probably going to hear the generator here in a second. I'm going to try to go around so it's not terribly loud. But uh, it's kind of fun to walk in snow. Actually, my feet are the coldest because I did not put second pair of socks. And I'm just in tennis shoes. I didn't put any hiking shoes on. But I'm pretty warm. I've got three bottom layers. And... One, two, four top layers. Sound good. Actually, I feel like we're hiking. Feels like our Appalachian Trail through hike. That beginning part, Georgia, North Carolina, where you're walking in snow. It's kind of cool. So, back on the side garden. So, the deer, some little animals have been through here. That doesn't, I don't know if that's deer or. Possum. This kind of looks light for the deer. We did see the deer prints back there earlier. Oh boy. It's going to be rough. It's going to take a while for things to get back to normal. Even in cold, cold, cold years without this kind of cold. Um, some of the tropicals don't even come out till May sometimes. It's going to be rough for a lot of things. We'll see how, how things fare. All right, potting bench looks kind of cool. <laughs> I'm gonna take some more photos, update as I head down to the pond here in a minute. All right, <laughs> five-ish, 5.30, I don't think it's quite 5.30. Monday, again, still. <laughs> so what's going on? Snow is still around. Power is still out. Um, we finally figured out that we could hook our router up to our generator, just like we would do the microwave or 
uh, the plug to charge our phones and such. And so we had internet for a little bit, even though, um, you know, we have cell phones, but cell signal is abysmal. We can get phone calls out and some texts, but anything else is not, not, nothing's working. <laughs> so we got on internet, finally kind of updating everybody. We're alive. Oh, look, sorry, I'm distracted. looks like some of the frozen water in the pond, uh, I don't know, broke up a little bit earlier. It did warm up to about 19 earlier, I think, maybe 18. Uh, kept saying it was going to get in the 20s, but it, I don't think it ever did. Uh, and that was from a little 12 this morning. And anyway, back to the topic at hand here. Uh, internet. <laughs> so I've been trying to see what's going on, and it looks like... Um, yeah, the state is a mess. The electric grid is a mess. I would... It'll be a miracle if we get power back on tomorrow night. I'll just say that. Um, I luckily, my parents are without power in Fort Worth. My brother and his family were. I think it came back on. Some friends uh, in College Station. They're getting some rolling power outages. As are some friends in Dallas. Some a friend in Dallas has never had it off. Um, it seems to be sporadic. But it, it's going to be it's going to be a very very bad time for a lot of people tonight. We are um, still got the generators going for the citrus. My, we actually moved the space heater to a uh, the well house shed. Try to keep the well warm, and we're going to be able to maybe run a little bit of water to kind of get some water, warmer water in one of the pipes uh, that leaves the well house, and see how that goes. So that's the generators also doing that. And just also just like rest, <laughs> heat some food up here in a little bit for dinner and keep our phones charged and uh, internet because you gotta keep tabs on life. Um, <laughs> so that's that's what's going on right now in this insanity. And I'm just coming out to walk around again because it's still, I mean, the snow didn't go anywhere. Got a little slushy in the dry, driveway a little bit because we'd walked on it. Um, and the ground, I guess, was still a little bit warm enough down there uh, but that's gonna ice over tonight um, I don't know in, er, earlier like last week Friday they were saying we might see seven or eight as our temperature tonight then they moved it back up to like 12 but I would not be surprised to see seven or eight to be honest to be honest I wouldn't be surprised to see lower <laughs> but I don't know um, right now it's just saying back to 12 again I might have seen a 10 I don't remember kind of all over the board but that is the update for right now uh, it's a mess and it's gonna be a mess all week because we have another storm system coming in so I'm really not gonna have an update it's gonna be an ongoing long episode of uh, diatribes from this uh, situation I won't even have an update till you get for the week until the weekend probably and I was actually gonna have a podcast interview tomorrow with uh, Meriwether uh, Foraging Texas again, but I've already emailed him. I, I suspect he may be without power as well. He's in Houston too. Um, so that's going to be postponed. So luckily I'm recording this for you guys. <laughs> Life is a little crazy. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, so it's February... 16th. <laughs> I guess it's probably about 11.30, maybe even almost noon. 
not quite sure at the moment. Uh, we just went for a walk down to our little neighborhood park uh, just to see, get out and do something instead of sitting in the house being cold. Might as well move, move our bodies a little bit. Um, so we had a uh, about 15 minutes of power up 2 a.m. And uh, we were gonna re getting ready to switch everything off the generator and actually the generator had been turned off and 15 minutes later, power went out again. So <laughs> generator was back on. Luckily, we had a we have a a heating blanket. I can't remember if I mentioned this yet or not. And uh, so we stayed warm overnight, uh, thankfully, with that. And the generator has been a lifesaver in this situation. Um, thinking about getting one for our well, I had a small one dedicated to that, so we can have running water next time this situation occurs. Um, Anyway, and then it was off again, the power, till, I don't know, I think it was like 8, maybe 8.15. It came on about five minutes this time. And we ended up getting our tank, water tank filled up enough that we were able to refill our water bottles and do some extra water bottles, too. Um, it looks like the uh, situation in the power is still bad with everybody in the state. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be resolved today or not. I'd, I'd be thankful if we just got a couple hours so I could heat the house back up and and go from there and at least turn the generator off for a couple hours. We're going to have to look for gas here later and uh, maybe truck out with my husband just <laughs> get out of the house a little bit. Um, oh, the, the more interesting aspect of last night, our temperature went to 9. I believe that was lowest. It may have gone a little bit, little bit lower, but I think nine was the temperature. Um, and uh, the pond, you know, I mentioned yesterday the part of the pond was freezing. Now most of the pond has a thin layer of ice on top. It is not flowing on top, at least. Um, down, we walked down to that park and the spillway. There is water coming over the spillway from whatever is flowing underneath the surface. So that's really cool, and we spent some time throwing snowballs onto the ice and listening to <laughs> how it uh, cracked on that. That was kind of fun. And it uh, the weather says about 23 right now. So things are warming up a little bit. The sun is out. It's beautiful blue sky. Sun's out. It's actually not too bad. We've got all our layers on and playing outside and um, probably come back out here in a little while too. Maybe there's more snowballs before it starts melting. I mean, this, this snow is not going to be gone for a couple more days. We're getting another winter weather storm coming through. This time's going to drop uh, ice, possibly a little bit of freezing rain. So the snow's going to be covered with ice in the morning. And then it's going to get back down into the teens, I think, Thursday night. So really not going to be much of a melt-off. Some areas, I mean, you can tell around the yard, there's some areas that are starting to melt. And the stuff on the roof is kind of trying to melt. we got icicles forming, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, and I know any of you northerners listening are like, okay, this is boring. But this is Houston. I mean, anybody in the south, we are not used to this. Um, beyond, like, the epic failure of the political nightmare of the power grid, anything else, though, I mean, we're just, this is not, this, we're not, this is not normal for us. So this is fun, also frustrating on uh, some aspects. But, yeah, we're, the snow aspect, we're reveling in, we're enjoying this. Um, I now that the pond is frozen, I'm curious if our taro is going to die. Like, I hope it kills the taro. I would be ecstatic if it at least knocked that back because it's it's horrible. It's invaded the pond. It's just really bad. 
I don't know if it's going to kill any of the Chinese tallow or not, but that'd be great if it did. <laughs> um, and just looking, <clears throat> our gardenia is trying to thaw out. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll be curious to see what happens with it, if it's going to survive. I have a feeling it'll drop its leaves and maybe re-sprout and um, just hope for the best on some of this stuff. And I don't know, still got some more several more days of cold weather before we get an idea and I don't think we're gonna really know the damage estimate for a few weeks because things gotta warm up we gotta see what's gonna even try to butt out or uh, re-sprout after you know we get some warm weather in here and it may be a while and some of the tropicals I'm gonna have to give two or three months because even in a normal winter like my brugmansias don't really try sparting sprout <laughs> excuse that sprouting until late April so it's gonna be a while for a few things to even know if they're totally toast okay with that I'm gonna go back inside warm up get some lunch and maybe we'll have a snowball fight this afternoon oh boy okay it's what I think 830 or 845 Wednesday February I already counted this, but I've already lost it in my head. <laughs> 17th? So, 14th. Yes, that's right. And we're hovering around freezing right now. Um, we actually had some rain come through, I think, um, within the last hour. My weather app said it was snow, but I heard rain. <laughs> um, in the area, there's freezing precipitation. Uh, basically, an ice storm is coming through now um, in this greater area. Um, we just might be maybe a smidge south enough just to get the rain instead of the ice. But, again, temperatures will be around freezing today, going back into the 20s. Maybe even the high teens tonight. There were two nights, I think, of high teens. I don't know if it's tonight or tomorrow night. And I'm losing track of days. I can't believe it's only Wednesday. I feel like it should be Thursday. This has been a long week. Um, so last night, um, I, I'm trying to remember where I left off here. Uh, we got power at 345. <clears throat> You're working on the transformer down the street. It came on. Um, at kind of the same time, somebody came in the neighborhood to help us get some gas for our generator at down the road. They had to use a UTV to get there. Um, because we couldn't get out of the neighborhood without sliding. And I apologize if I'm repeating myself because I don't remember what I recorded yesterday. <laughs> and anyway, so that happened. So I'm glad we had the gas because I knew, I mean, seeing what's still going on in the whole state, I knew this was not going to be <clears throat> a long-term fix. So we had power until about 8.45 last night, which was great. We ran the dishwasher. Chris unfroze the pipes outside for the hot water. He had to use a hairdryer for that, which was good. So we had hot water. Um, we took baths. We had a hot meal. I had some tacos on the stove. It was like, ah, luxury. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, I knew I had a feeling it wasn't going to last, but <clears throat> I kind of hoped it would be longer than that. And then went off at 8.45. I was off until about 9.10. And um, then basically we proceeded to having rolling blackouts through the night. 
I just wake up and it'd be off and I'd wake up and it'd be on, off, on, off, just the whole time. Till, I don't know, I'm, the power, I think it had to have gone off sometime around 6 or 6.30. We woke up this morning and it's been off ever since. So it's been off for several hours. I suspect it's going to be off for a large portion of the day. So again, glad we have more fuel now for that generator. It's going to be less, I mean, the citrus, keeping the citrus warm is going to be good. But luckily, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with the citrus, honestly. They could be dead for all we know. We're not going to know until things defrost, hopefully starting this weekend. And, you know, we're going to have to just see what happens to, I mean, any, all the plants, except for, you know, the plants that are native that can handle this kind of mess. Even then, I think some stuff's going to be in for a little bit of a shock. Um, so yeah, with rain, with a little bit of defrosting, now we have ice. There's like, I can see ice is forming on trees. We're getting a lot of icicles. Our gardenia is getting longer and longer icicles. Um, stuff's trying to melt off the roof, probably because we had some heat earlier uh, in the night. Although, hopefully our insulation, make sure we just redid some insulation in our attic a month ago, maybe. And, you know, hopefully all of that kind of helped. But it was nice overnight to have some warmth of the heat to kind of just get us back up from whatever temperature we were at. I'm not even sure how cold it got in the house, but it was it was pretty frosty. Um, it's frosty enough that when I get in the shower, my feet hurt from the hot water on my on my feet. So it was that it was that kind of cold. <laughs> and it's worse for so many other people who don't you know, have generators or whatnot. My parents are still there. I'm not sure what their firewood situation is at the moment. They were running low. They managed to get to my brother's house. He ended up getting power. They're in Fort Worth, so they ended up getting power. <clears throat> I don't know. Sometime in the middle of the morning yesterday, and I don't know if they still have it or not, but my parents made it over to their house. So they had lunch, warmed up, and my parents wanted to be back at the house for... <laughs> Whatever reasons, um, just to make sure, you know, how people, how, how we all want to be. We're going to be at our house in case something happens. So they went back there. Um, luckily, they have a generator as well. My dad, I think, was able to get some more gas. So they have an electric blanket to keep themselves warm. I know, I don't know. It's definitely colder up there than it is here. They had more snow overnight because of the winter storm. Um, it just, because our temperatures were higher down here, we just weren't going to get any of that that snow and now we're getting rain instead so most of the pond um, is unfrozen from yesterday all the perimeter still has quite a bit of ice on it but even from Monday where it was frozen upstream a little bit it's more open in the middle than it was and definitely the open space closer to our house uh, all that stuff's open so that's where we're at this morning you know and it's going to be another, we're not going to be out of this mess till Friday or Saturday at least. Okay, so new update is power back on at, I don't know, 945. You're going to hear me change sound a lot as I walk around. I'm looking for busted pipes. Um, so the power came back on. We were trying to get everything back. Been going here, the wall going, and my husband was having trouble pressurizing it. So 
he finally decided maybe there's a leak. So he's walking around outside. He ended up going, we have a converted garage and uh, it's a man cave. And that uh, there was a pipe burst in there. So he's in there cleaning that up right now. I don't think it was terrible, but bad enough that luckily we just have like linoleum floors in there, not carpet or anything. Um, so he's taking care of that. So we've had the power on again. It's almost coming up in almost an hour now. So that's good. <laughs> Heated the oven up to make something, some breakfast kolaches. Um, okay, hold on, I'm getting in here, in my attic. D, let's do a distraction for a second. I wanna know why, for some reason, I've never had this in other places I've lived. For some reason, hot water heaters in Houston area are on in the attic or the second floor or something like that, which just seems like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Anyway, so that's where ours is. I'm just checking to make sure that's okay. Looks good here. Still look okay in the attic. Not seeing. <laughs> I will take the pipe out in the man cave um, where it's easier to fix than flooding my freaking house. I'm already seeing, there's plenty of reports of people's houses and things being flooded. It's not a good situation. Um, the rain is continuing. Looks like it's ice is kind of moving with the because of the flow of the water. Um, okay, but that but so it's raining, but ice is forming because it's still around 30, 32 degrees, and I'm noticing trees are starting to bow over. Um, cherry laurels up front are leaning over. The Texas mountain laurel in the in the garden is leaning over as well. A few few other things aren't looking so great. It's going to continue raining and then start freezing here again later this afternoon. So it's going to be a nightmare. I'm really done with this. I know everybody else in the state is already is done with this too. And. a very frustrating situation um you know beyond our gardens just everybody living and being in unbearable situations so that's that hope this isn't an hour-long podcast by the time i'm done recording this and i will um, pop in again soon as i keep looking for Making sure nothing's flooding. All right. Oh, little afternoon walk here. <laughs> I uh, came outside to check on. Uh, oh, I put some stuff in the compost, and I'm sure the deer are gonna find the. It's like blueberries that <laughs> got left in my fridge a little too long. Uh, I'm sure the deer will find them, or a squirrel or something will be thankful. And I came to put the uh, containers in the recycling bin and came over to uh, that and saw on the cherry laurel um, that was trying to fruit at one point. I think there's still some fruit on there because there's a whole bunch of cedar wax wings all over it. And it's really kind of fun because they're over there, I guess, foraging for whatever they can find. And it's been fun the last few days seeing all the birds, how puffed up they've gotten to get warm and 
Um, some of them have actually let us get a lot closer than they normally would because they're trying to find some food. So that's been kind of cool. Um, but I don't really notice cedar waxwings too much, but we've got a nice little flock over here. Uh, they're roosting on a um, defoliated, uh, maybe a, I think it's a hickory that is right next to the cherry laurel, but they're on the cherry laurel and trying to get whatever they can to eat over there for now. And uh, that's probably about it. We're melting out pretty good. It's been above, I think it was at 34 earlier. So we've had a good meltdown today. Still quite a bit of snow on the ground too, but um, melting down, gonna dip down tonight. Um, tomorrow, I think it's supposed to be 19. And then uh, at night and Friday overnight, going to be 18, I think. So still got some cold weather and uh, 70 degrees I saw last week for this weekend <laughs> is now pushed back. Like it's not even on the thing uh, It's saying it's going to be high 60s, which is going to be <laughs> a heck of a lot warmer than it is now. And uh, oh, oh, I guess part with the uh, melt, some of the ice on some of the trees earlier that we're leaning over are uh they've all kind of rebounded back up and we're just trying to stay warm here and go into the night <sighs> hoping for the best again i did a little bit of a walkabout earlier uh to see some of the damage and uh the <laughs> vegetable garden is definitely damaged and although it looks like some of my collards maybe two of the collards are might pull through uh, one of them, the big one, my, my prize is, is toast and, uh, the mustard is all done, which I expected. I didn't cover any of that. And, um, I don't know. I didn't even go over to see the oregano because there's where it was snow. It's all slushy in the yard. I didn't really feel like dealing with that, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Kind of curious to see if the foxgloves pull through. They look possibly we're going to find out. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of my, my salvia cultivars are done, um, which is, is just as well. <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to be rethinking uh, my garden this, this year. Okay, so it's Thursday. About, what time is it? I have my phone. I can tell you. Uh, almost noon. It's 11.54. I'm doing a little walkabout outside. We're slowly melting. Still quite a bit of snow turning into ice on the ground. And um, I'm probably going <clears> to <throat> maybe make this my, maybe make this my last, oh boy. <laughs> maybe make this my last episode for this like freeze and then do a episode separate of garden damage starting this weekend as things actually really thaw so this will be like a preview into what's going on um and let's see our power has stayed on for about 24 hours since it came on last night at, or yesterday morning at 9 45 so we are thankful oh boy <laughs> now i'm seeing things fall um there was gonna be a lot of distracted uh talk in this i apologize so we'll finish this thought and I'll go back to the other thought. The, I had some gingers uh, underneath a couple sheets and partly the ice has kind of helped make that fall, but you can definitely tell the vegetation underneath is gone. 
We'll see what happens with the roots. The gardenia is burned. So I'm hoping it's just maybe leaf burn and maybe the plant will live. We're gonna find out. Okay, so back to the power outage situation. We're back online, we're good. We had a busted pipe, my husband fixed that. Thankfully it was not inside the house, it was in our man cave. Again, I don't know, I can't even remember my days and times and what I've said has all been mixed and um, I can't remember what I've already covered. And so that's that's been taken care of. There's some mild damage, but it's not gonna be terrible or anything like that. Um, but that is the case across much of <clears throat> the of the state. So we're dealing with that. Um, so I'm just gonna walk around. We'll do a little cursory look. Still quite a bit of snow and accumulation on most of the flower garden here. It's starting to melt in some areas, so I'm seeing some damage. It looks like a lot of the oxalis, which is the, uh, it's a na non-native one, I can't think of it, maybe debilis, is uh, definitely not looking happy. My native Cherokee sedge, native, um, oh gosh, uh, Hypoxis hirsuta, Looks like it's burned, but it's gonna come back. Oh, the rain lilies, look like they might be okay. Let's see if I can feel the, the leaves. They don't look, they feel pretty good structurally. There may be some mushiness on some, but they'll be fine. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh yeah, the leaves of the frostweed are all done, but that plant will be fine from the roots. Foxgloves. Some of the leaves look, look pretty good. They just kind of maybe burn some underneath. The lower leaves look okay, structurally pretty fine. Had some time. Oh, it might be okay too. Time's, time will tell on the time. The coastal germander or Cuban germander leaves look iffy at the moment. We're gonna find out. It's a native, it should be okay. Compass plant is still hiding under some snow. Let's check this other coastal germander. It looks like it's gonna pull through. That's exciting, I'm gonna take a picture of that because I like to compare now versus two days from now when we actually get um, the real results. And really that's gonna be another week before we start really seeing the real results. I'm gonna see about trudging over here and checking on my rhododendron canessens. You know what? These buds, I think the buds made it. That is super exciting. Also gonna take a picture here. Let's see if I can do this. So that's good on the buds. I was <laughs> gonna be sad. I mean, the plant would be fine. It'll handle freeze just fine. Uh, it's a native, but I wasn't sure if it would, the buds would fall off. Um, should have brought some gloves out here. It's still pretty cold. We actually had a little bit of flurries. There's another round of winter weather that was coming through the hill country from West Texas. San Antonio and Austin were getting some heavier snow, but we had a little flurries. Nothing too much. I'm not going to have too much. And I'm not going to even guess what some of the other stuff's going to be here. 
Texas Mountain Laurel looks a-okay, which I expected. Let's go over and see the rosemary. I had looked at it when we had snow, but most of the snow is off the ground. Well, not off the ground, but melting out here in the main yard. Looks like maybe the, we have like an upright rosemary. Uh, we have one, two, three, four plants that are upright against the house here. Man cave area, it's a converted garage. And it looks like it might be okay. Now the trailing rosemary, I don't know. It has some new growth from, it can't possibly be this week. Um, new growth that is not burned, but other stuff's burned. So we'll see. It may just drop all of its leaves and regrow. The wax myrtles look like they will be fine after they recover. Let's do a little more walking. <clears throat> Now we have bees too in a top bar hive. It hasn't wrapped them, but he was unsure if they were gonna make it. <laughs> and looks like the uh, the nat native um, plum tree, Chickasaw plum, which was gonna bud out. If it had been warm last weekend, this thing would have started budding out. But it looks like there's some white flowers. I think I think it's gonna make it. Let me see. Yeah, I, I think those buds on that plum are gonna make it. So that's kind of exciting. Again, this is very early to tell. I'm gonna walk out here to the vegetable garden and just look at the path of destruction. It's been fun to watch all the birds with their floofy. Oh no, calendula pot got knocked over for something. Uh, <laughs> it's toast, it was under the pot. I'm kind of hesitant to see what, oh hey, another, something else got knocked over. I don't know who's knocking things over. Let's find out, maybe a squirrel. It's a calendula pot. I'm gonna flip that pot back over because it might come back from the roots. Okay, looks like it might. <clears throat> Come back. Oh. Cover that back up. Just gonna do a cursory look at other kale. Oh yeah, I think the kale's gonna be good once. Oh yeah. Kale looks good under pots. The mustard looks really nasty. <laughs> Okay, so maybe I saved my kale. I don't know if I saved the cauliflower. We're gonna find out. Boy, the mustard is a mushy mess. You know what, the collards actually look really good, except for the one, my large one that fell over because of the weight of the snow. Um, it's gonna have to go anyway. I'm going to flip over my one broccoli, or I'm sorry, cauliflower. Let's see if I can get it. Oh, it looks maybe okay. We'll see. Take a picture here. 
sighting. Again, I'm gonna cover that again because we're still gonna have freezing temperatures until at night until um, Saturday. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's one kale I did not cover. There's a couple of dinosaur kales I didn't cover. Uh, they might be okay. We'll see. Yeah, but any of the mustards are toast. Rebecca actually looks like it might be alive. <clears throat> this is kind of amazing. What, what survives all this? Peas look badish. Yeah, I think they're gonna be done for at the end of, when all is said and done, they're not looking happy. It's kind of a insane to just see what's really going on. I think our onions might be dead too. They're all flopped over. And I'm hesitant to even lift the strawberries and see what they look like. Let me see what my sweet peas look like. They're under like towels that are iced. They might be saved. I'm not even gonna budge most of that until this weekend. Oh my, here's the oregano, which I was wondering about. Okay, so there's some green underneath. I'm gonna have to just prune the oregano back, I think. There's green leaves underneath, mostly dead on top. So that's that situation. All my violets that are wildly growing, oh, which we're flowering, all the flowers are gross now but the violets are fine but that oregano which is a humongous mound doesn't look so great it'll be hacked back and have to regrow let's go back and look at the collards leeks look maybe okay collards I think the collards again we're gonna have to wait and find out And I'm scared to look at the strawberries. Carrots don't look so great. But I probably will come and just dig all the carrots up and just have to eat them next week. Unless, unless I do some reading and see if they're gonna come back. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna scare myself. Oh, oh my gosh, hold on. I see strawberries I didn't cover that look like they're alive. Okay. Well, the flowers are probably done. I'm not gonna get any fruit this year, maybe, unless we get some reblooming. But the strawberries look good under there. Okay, and the strawberries that aren't covered, that were on the sides, look like they're trying to be okay. So, that's good news. No, I just, I don't know what is, will and won't live. I don't live in these cold climates. That is subject to this. So I never know what to expect. All right, so with that, that this is gonna wrap up this probably extremely long episode covering this winter storm of epic proportions. And I will be back with another episode soon. 
probably detailing plant loss, plant survival, that sort of situation, and maybe just talking a little bit out loud about what I want to do, what we can do to make a more sustainable garden for this this zone that is increasingly, since I've been here, had more freezing temperatures and little storms. Not quite like this, but some, some events that maybe want to reprioritize some of what we grow here. Okay, I hope anybody listening in Texas or Oklahoma, Louisiana um, that have been affected by this, I hope hope the best for you. Hope you're getting some power on now. Hope your garden isn't completely damaged. I hope there's no pipes bursting in your home. I hope everybody is alive and well. Um, and that's 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 what I hope for there for everybody. Okay, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast, and I'll be back soon. <laughs>